0: Suck Your Toe. We've done this before. Have we? Yeah. We've done that one in particular. We've done So So Suck Your Toe, I believe. It's, it was very it. early, very yeah, early.
1: Mics are hot. And I'm like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> All right. Howdy. Howdy. <laughs> Our call sign now is Howdy. Howdy, bard. Uh Welcome.
0: Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming me. Everyone out there, you are
1: listening to episode... Uh, this is 56, the Lawrence Taylor episode. The Lawrence Taylor episode of Late to the Party with Travis Tate. I'm Jake. And I am Travis Tate. Welcome in. Sit down. Sit a spell. Take your shoes off. Well, Talking about, uh, speaking of down-home country things, uh, I watched the Rambo Last Blood trailer that is apparent, apparently Rambo's gone country. he has gone country. Yeah, it seems like he's a... He's a cowboy now. I, the, I, it's the first blood ranch. I I know it is ridiculous to think that a man would keep the same hairstyle his entire life. but oh, We know doesn't. a few.
0: We know one that listens. <laughs> that has had the same hairstyle since I first met him in 1995. Oh? I assume he still has the hair, same hairstyle
1: now. Who are we talking about? Craig. Oh, Craig. Craig probably does. <laughs> I, I think he settled maybe, on that in the John know. Denver era. I mean, <laughs> he does get periodic he does get periodic haircuts. That oh really? Are too short?
0: Does he comb it from one side to the other?
1: No, no. It's is it it's still same down haircut. the middle? It's the same haircut, but when he does get like a haircut, it's and like a rebellious
0: a, Dwight Schrute.
1: He, <laughs> he has a uh, an overzealous barber. <laughs> it's it's kind of silly. <laughs> Sorry, but, Craig. <laughs> Stallone without the kind of lengthy hair, and I don't think I don't think he wore the bandana in, in any of that trailer. It just seems like it seems like another entry in the badass old man genre. It's
0: because his uh, forehead is a little too swollen from the steroids. <laughs> he couldn't get the bandana <laughs> around. I, his face was puffy.
1: His his face is puffy.
0: It's quite puffy. Like uh. elderly people, their faces are supposed to start to like I don't know, like hollow out almost like a like a pumpkin. On November like the twentieth, it's yeah. still sitting on a porch and it just starts starts to sink in a little. <laughs> His is quite puffy.
1: He's uh well,
0: There might there might be a cat inside that jack-o' lantern puffing it out. I don't know.
1: I'm trying to think of what a
0: corpse what, cat.
1: Are there any fruit that swells when uh, left out too long? I don't
0: know. I not that I know of. I think the, they all start to shrivel down. The still fruit. I, I think just like uh animals do. Uh, <laughs> like a skunk on the side of the road. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stallone's got a case of it. No, the... It, it, it doesn't look very Rambo-y to me. No, but, I mean, it, there's a lot
0: of booby traps and stuff. That's pretty Rambo-y. There is that. you got to modernize it. A lot of tunnel
1: fighting. Well, John Rambo... John Rambo felt modern... It felt it felt like what might have, could have, easily should have been the last... Because... For sure. For sure Rambo dies in this movie.
0: How many uh, action uh, characters are named John? You got John McClane, John Rambo, John Wick. What else do we have? John
1: Matrix. That's uh, John Matrix? That's Johnny uh, Mnemonic. Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> no, John There's Matrix. There's got to be more. John Matrix is uh, Schwarzenegger's character in Commando. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. What else do we have? Uh... John. I thought you were just making a generic name for no, Matrix, <laughs> for Neo. <laughs> He's old Johnny Matrix. Do you remember what Neo's name was before he was? was, was Mr. Anderson. I can't remember what was his first name.
0: Probably John. Probably. We, to,
1: we can only assume.
0: Something Anderson. Neo Anderson. Neo Anderson. I think it still was Neo, wasn't Neil it? Neo Anderson. Actually, that was no, like a code was his, name that he made It was you're Right, right, right. You're right. You're right
1: uh <laughs> but, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. i'm drinking a red bull yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 i boy, i'm trying to think of any other john uh i feel like i feel like the carrot the main character in face-off's name might be john or just see i don't know face-off just seems like it would have a john it's in
0: like it. in the late 80s there was like a, a bunch of uh Heel wrestlers that were named Rick. There was Rick Flair, Rick Rude, Rick Martel. There had to be more. I can't think of right now. There was just—it was just a common name. What goes around comes around. I guess so.
1: And what's come around to uh, old uh, Sylvester Stallone is that apparently John Rambo's past has caught up to him. My, my past has
0: caught up
2: to me, and they make him feel the pain. I—I
1: <laughs> I mean, I'll wait until I'm not going to pass too much judgment because mm-hmm. again. I really did like John Rambo. Um,
0: I still haven't seen. I need to see it.
1: I liked. I really liked uh, the first Creed movie. I still have not brought myself to see Creed two. I haven't
0: seen Creed two. Is it out to rent yet? I have to imagine
1: it. I mean, it's probably been, right. It's that's a year. It's been out a year. Has it? I need to see it then. I mean, I I'm telling you, like Endgame will probably be in Red Box by July. You think so? Stuff, that, well, that early? Although I guess that, that's doing pretty good in theaters, so maybe I'm... Yeah,
0: it's. I think it's still making quite a bit of money.
1: No, uh, Dark Phoenix will be in Redbox by July. I'm
0: still going to go see it. My son's got a bunch of uh, bonus points from... You know how when you buy movies, you get, like, on Blu-ray, you get bonus points, and then he goes to see a tons of movies, so he's got all these extra points he's got to use that are going to expire, so we're going to go see Dark Phoenix. Son is the points master. Yep, <laughs> he's the master
1: well, of points. Well, I mean... I I'll sit down in front of it at some point. I just don't I have a hard time thinking it's going to be any good. Uh, I don't know. Uh,
0: we'll see. I I'll probably at least kind of like it. I let's mean, be honest. It, <laughs> it, it, yes.
1: <laughs> in it, but it, I mean the the huspa of going, "Hey, you know the the X-Men movie that's considered kind of the worst and in a lot of ways killed mm-hmm. that era of us making X-Men movies?" Right. The last one didn't do very good. How about if we remake the one that didn't go very well with all different actors? With you know, yeah.
0: And no Hugh Jackman.
1: I'm I'm that is maybe the only thing that could bring me around to it is if they somehow got a Jackman.
0: I don't think he's in it. I'm pretty sure a he's Jack not. Jack Meo. <laughs>
1: a Jack Meo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hugh uh,
1: Jackman. He's done him He's done them all. You, you would you would think that they would at least try to like, "Hey man, we're I get I, I don't know are they closing are they closing the fox stuff out with this one
0: yeah i think so it,
1: there's only one left and he's been in all of them i, if I think they,
0: they're going to recast all of that stuff and they're going to bring it into the marvel universe with uh the explanation that we saw in the spider-man uh, far from home trailer where it's talking about how there's a multiverse basically and i think that's how we're going to get the fantastic four and the x-men and they're already working on uh casting a new wolverine that's why people are pushing for danny devito
1: i feel very sorry for whoever ends up with that because that it's not gonna work in the marvel universe you think they can't
0: figure it out i mean i think they can figure it out
1: no one is gonna no one is gonna do as
0: good as jackman well i mean maybe that's where you spend the money and bring in somebody really big you know what i mean (laughs) That, that's where you really make tom a splash tom cruise is wolverine <laughs> you know if tom cruise was 35 i would say absolutely uh, but he, is he is 35
1: in you know in his body right.
0: but eventually that's going to catch up he can't yeah he can't do this forever he just can't the pace he's he's doing stunts and things like that eventually it's going to catch up to him he's not going to be able to do it anymore
1: i have to assume they're going to skew a little young and wolverine's never felt like a young character ever. yeah
0: wolverine always felt kind of old and grizzly like but
1: late 30s early 40s has always been what he's been
0: i think 40 you can get away with but the problem is tom cruise is in his 50s yeah and oh, if no, this storyline no. no, goes di- for 10 10 years that puts him in his 60s even that's when got, it's gonna catch up even if up. they got tom cruise that would be asinine casting right it would be great for one movie but three movies down the road um, it would be weird but if you got somebody in their early 40s that would be fine because that would put them in their 50s as long as they're, you know, keep oh, yeah. taking care of themselves. It would I work. Know. I don't know, man. Maybe that's where you make the splash, though. Get somebody short. Everybody in Hollywood is short.
1: No, they, they've completely let go. The, 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 I don't think Wolverine the short stuff's short, important either. Wolverine is short, thing they let go of. I think it's important to short people. They, they did, you know, Jackman. <laughs> uh,. It's a weird thing, you know what? But Hugh
0: Jackman was a nobody when they found him. I mean, he made that character his own. If somebody else, oh yeah, is a good enough actor that they can make the character, that's what their I'm own saying. It's like
1: Jackman made it his own. I don't think anyone else can take that from him. I think I we're- will. I will bet that Wolverine is very ends up being very secondary, because kind of what the what Marvel cinematic has been is taking lesser characters and make them more that like. I was just, someone wrote a, did a write-up about Marvel movies the other day. And one of the things they wrote, written in it was like taking Iron Man and making him the, like the nexus of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. When up until Robert Downey Jr. did that, right, that was a B-tier character. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. That was a relatively unimportant character.
0: Their biggest characters were Spider-Man, the Hulk. Probably Wolverine. That was the biggest Marvel characters before that universe started. Spider-Man
1: was one they did, you know, down the line.
0: Yeah. And now he's kind of... I mean, he's starting to come into his own now, but he came in as a secondary character, really, into the universe.
1: That was... Isn't that such a crazy thing? The introduction (laughs) of Spider-Man into the Marvel movies was a cameo.
0: Basically, yeah. He was was there for a few minutes, and it was a great few minutes. He, I mean... They they made a splash with it. Yeah. But I maybe I mean maybe they do something creative with Wolverine like he comes in as a bad guy or something. You know what I mean? Like he's working with Sabretooth or or something
1: like that before yeah, um, he has a change of heart. It's something the I guess I want to I want to try and let go of expectations and see what they do cuz I I think you're right. I think I think me you know, Marvel bringing these these characters into their movies they're they've been so established as what, you know, Fox has done with them. Mm-hmm. Like why try to why try and redo what they've already done? Fox basically was just like, well, we're going to do we're going to make these all these characters all kind of traditionally what they've always been. So I don't know. Why start from hey, let's make Wolverine <laughs> like Wolverine. Let's make all these characters like these right. characters. Maybe maybe the way to go is to kind of throw everything out and kind of play with it. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely you when know, I'm like a little kid do, would play with Travis, action what figures. What I'm asking you to do is imagine someone throwing it out and playing with it, like like you would with action figures. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. That's what we've been waiting for, right? You know, take your, take your intellectual property out, massage things a little bit, see what solidifies. Like
0: an action figure, exactly. Yeah. Retractable claws. <laughs> whoosh, whoosh. Uh,
1: you know, we'll see what we'll see what happens. It. I think it'll. This is such a silly thing. I think it will be either extremely successful or, I mean, them trying to do X-Men could really be kind of a, like, whoa, pump the brakes. We kind of screwed this up thing. I think in a way,
0: I think Disney might be relieved if Dark Phoenix does not do well. Dark Phoenix is
1: not going to do well.
0: And it seems like it's not. It's not getting good word of mouth. Um but I think if that leaves a bad taste in moviegoers' eyes or mouths, you can't leave a bad taste in an eye now that I think about it. But if it leaves a bad taste, there's nowhere to go but up. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When, when they try to reboot that. And it's kind of a shame because some of those movies, like uh, the second one, specifically Days of Future Past. That was yeah. an amazing Days movie. of
1: Future Past was really good.
0: That was one of the best first superhero class, movies first of all time. First Class that. is great. Yeah, it's really good. But Days of Future Past was like next level good. And then, what uh, was the Apocalypse? Apocalypses. It was... Bad. Yeah. It. I don't know. I wanted to like it. I really did. But it, it wasn't good. Um.
1: I think... I also think that... Um, I guess I... Yeah... If you're gonna do Dark Phoenix, you need to have the Jean Grey character. You need to build on that, and I don't think they, that they
0: took any time in working for on sure. that. For sure, yeah, they barely brought her in as a secondary character if anything, in I
1: Apocalypse. Think, if anything, I think that they're uh, probably playing on that actress's popularity from Game of Thrones. Like, try, like so she Strike is from Game of Thrones. Yeah, so, yeah, I've never seen it. Strike so. while the iron's hot. Get her, get her out of you know, get this out. Get hmm. her as the main character, because I. I have seen um I've seen advertising to the effect of like this woman is Dark Phoenix. It's 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 a tricky I'm situation look it up so I feel like a bud.
0: It's a tricky situation because uh Fox is the ones who greenlit this and put all the money behind it. Then Disney buys Fox and now they're kind of stuck in this weird like well, we don't really want to make it great because that'll be hard to follow up when we bring them into our universe. So we'll just kind of <coughs> Let it be what it is, and try and make some money off of it. (coughs) Oh my! So I think if they, I think Disney's probably like if we make a bunch of money off of it, fine. If we don't,
1: oh well. (laughs) That's the thing, though. It's a win-win. Disney Disney. is like the Michael Jordan of you know of monopolies in the. They're not (laughs) as rich and as powerful as they're. I don't think they're okay with. We tried. Oh well,
0: but I don't think they tried. So I think they're kind of like. Well, it's not it wasn't us. We just bought this and put it out. No, it was the, it was anonymous. Oh
1: oh as far as Dark Phoenix is yeah. yeah, whatever on that. Yeah, I think they'll be so happy was to be able up, uh, to reboot it. Sophie Turner is the young woman's name.
0: And I think they can wait a few years. What else has she been in? Her name is Familiar. Uh well, I'll look it up. Besides Game of Thrones. I've seen her in something else I know. Sophie Turner. Well, I'm gonna the I'm gonna tell you as soon as the
1: internet kicks in.
0: Familiar. Familiar Fam K Jansen Miller. Mm. Familiar. That was the first Jean Grey case. Let's see what she's known for.
1: That. She was in Apocalypse. Uh, it says here she was in Barely Lethal.
0: Okay, I don't think that was one I saw. No, those are
1: the ones that say "known for." We'll go. I'll just go through these ones. Uh, okay. Jonas Brothers, Sucker. Jonas Brothers, maybe I did watch a few of those. Uh, Time Freak, Josie, uh, Bastille, Oblivion, The Thirteenth Tale, and Another Me.
0: Okay, none of those.
1: So, I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, she has a relatively short list,
0: but uh, you it, get that Game of Thrones on your resume, and
1: it looks like a bad movie.
0: It's a stamp.
1: Yeah. I, oh yeah, she's she is obviously going to be set for life based on that. I would I would imagine. I guess I don't know I don't know how deals work. I Game mean, of Thrones has kind of been a, a pretty big cultural phenomenon for its time, and so if whomever was in that weren't able to parlay it into sort of a, I'm always going to be okay because of this, then I feel like they should fire their agent. But again, I I ain't no kind of Hollywood scientist. I think, I mean, there's always a
0: possibility that somebody that's in these movies could roll over into the new movies too. Who knows? Is a different character, maybe? I mean,
1: (laughs) Hugh Jackman, they could bring in the old man Logan character. They're already doing the multiverse stuff. I mean, that...
0: I got to think that maybe if it was old man Logan, he might go, all right, I'll do another one. I don't think he wants to play timeless.
1: uh, I never age Logan. I guess that's also true. Is like the other thing is when Disney gets their hooks in you, it's like, this is all you're doing. (laughs) So I don't know. Chris Hemsworth has done a lot of stuff. Hemsworth. In the last I know few years. Chris. Uh, Chris Evans. That was his big beef. Was like just all I can do is this Captain America. I, I want to do a lot of things, and all I have time for is Captain America.
0: But yet, Chris Hemsworth has had plenty of time to do all sorts of stuff. It, uh, it's the abs. He, I swear, he's got a new movie coming out I, every I, two I say months. The abs as though Chris
1: Evans' abs aren't right respectable.
0: <laughs> so I don't know what the difference is, but I don't
1: know. I guess you're right.
0: Hemsworth's just i guess he's a workhorse right he's now a Hemi. he's a little <sighs> bit younger chris evans is what late 30s probably mid, mid to late to 30s hemsworth has got to be like late well, 20s still right so what, what's he's
1: worth so i mean he's got a, the men in black movies he got a, a lot of other stuff going on he's got like race
0: car movies he's got he was in a movie called 12 strong that i saw that was really good it, it just seems like he's in so much stuff Maybe it's just a uh, one of those things where like uh, I think I bought a brother? Volkswagen, so now <laughs> I notice Volkswagens. So maybe it's just like you just notice Hemsworth hmm.
1: in a lot of things. He was in he was in Lady Busters, so. That's true. Yeah, he was in there. I haven't heard anything lately about the one for the fans, have we?
0: Uh no, I haven't heard much since Radio they cast on that. a mother and two children, and that's
1: yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. So, uh, also on our list, uh, I wish I had been able to push through all of them, but I only was able to get through a couple episodes of your kiss, Good Omens. Your
0: kiss is on my list. Sorry,
1: no, no, keep you going. said list. You got it. I was both Hall and Oates. Eww. I, uh, did Magic Mike start up just then? That's right. That explains <laughs> the shaking that's still going on. Uh, we aftershock. I, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, Cindy and I, 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 I brought Cindy in on Good Omens mm-hmm. and she likes it. So now it's like Gabe and her and I all have to line up our schedules or our desires to watch TV to watch Good Omens. Now I've watched you. You said you've watched
0: two episodes. I've also watched two episodes. Are you sure it's two? I like the, it's kind of got notes the of what I like in supernatural as far as like the heaven and hell stuff. But it's got quirky notes that remind me of like a uh, hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy yeah, Ter- or pushing daisies. Terry or things Pratchett, like that.
1: The, Terry Pratchett's writing was very much that kind of style. I say, since I've only read one book that he collaborated on. <laughs> so what, what was the Terry Pratchett wrote
0: that, thing about like the the earth is on like a giant disc world disc world yeah. I've never read any of that I've never
1: read any of that either but I'm starting to think i ought to give it a give it a swing Yeah
0: I mean if that's his style and it's just kind of quirky and, mm-hmm. and fun mm-hmm. I, I could get into that cuz I do like the banter between I'm just going to call him uh angel and demon I know Crowley but Crowley I can't and, I can't remember the angel's is it, name Is there a fail? Yeah, I'm not going to say that. As
1: a well, I I got the book here if you want. Because it will be a fail. If, if you want to borrow it, it at the end of the night, I can uh, trade you that, and you can give me Dallas.
0: <laughs> Let's see. Do I have Dallas in here? Um, it doesn't. It doesn't look like I do.
1: <laughs> Honestly, right. I don't
0: know what I did with it. That's funny. <laughs> it's at my house somewhere.
1: Well, if you remind me once the mics are cold, cold, I'll uh, <laughs> I'll dig in there and grab good omens for you i yeah i I'm, I'm I'm really liking it so far. I
0: like how they're they're gonna weave all the stories together there's There's a lot going on in the first two episodes, and I'm like, where's this all going?
1: Yeah, I think I mentioned to you last week that uh in reading it and just knowing watching like a trailer or two for the show, and you know I, I, you know liking uh David Tennant and Michael Sheen's really cool. Uh, I was really excited for these two characters mm-hmm. and then reading the book just kind of like the show it starts off heavily featuring crowley and Aziraphale, and then uh it seems like they're weaving it more back and forth with the show mm-hmm. but uh it, it got off to like pulsifer and uh anathema and, and all those characters and those and azaraphale and crowley kind of weren't there for a little while and i was i, I got mad at the book because i'm <laughs> a child like hey bring back the characters i want And then after finally reading it and thinking more about the book, was like, oh no, all of this is really good. I just, you know, those two characters really are the strongest characters in it, and you know, I guess it's hard to, it's a little bit of a chicken and egg thing whether or not I, you know, it was in my head because of the trailer, but it just feels like those two characters were so perfectly cast. Uh, And it's also, yeah, for sure, the casting
0: was great on them. And then it's kind of also, you know, the friendship of it. Yeah. But you're also see like, you start to see a dark side of of Crowley a little bit, where he's yelling at his plants, and you're like, ooh, (laughs) that's that's going into, like, uh, Purple Man territory right there. I
1: think uh, it's funny, that watching the TV show, it feels like they've softened that character just a titch, in in just that, like, book-wise, it's very clear, he is a demon. Mm -hmm. Where in this one, like, uh, I think the line where... He says this thing about like he hung around with the wrong people. I think that was for the series. I think it's more uh, they want to play into that. Really, he's more angel-y than he is demony. But I, I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. I mean,
0: it, it all boils down to they both prefer humanity to either angels or demons. I think, and that's uh, <laughs> at least at this point, And that's kind of motivating
1: their choices. You, know, you, you can see, you can definitely tell why Crowley wouldn't want to be you know with the uh the demon side but uh what on, year what year did these
0: did the good omens uh, come th- out originally I think it was late 90s so i'm thinking and forgive me supernatural fans i'm <laughs> thinking that supernatural like the first 5 seasons was mapped out kind of when they started it it was inspired a little bit by the good omens Book because you got an angel and a demon, and then you throw in you throw in the uh, the Winchesters, and that's kind of what draws the angel and the demon together, rather than uh, they've been you know together since the Garden of Eden, which is what's going on in in Good Omens. But it's just kind of an interesting parallel.
1: Oh yeah, it's a 1990 novel.
0: 1990. Yeah. Okay. So, and I'm not
1: saying it ripped
0: off Good Omens, but de- there's definitely some inspiration there. There has it's, to be.
1: It's funny having that I I haven't ever really gotten into uh, into supernatural, and any half the people when I talk about like oh Good Omens, I've really loved this book, and they're like oh what's it about? I'm like oh it's this demon Crowley and this <laughs> angel. Oh you mean it's like supernatural? Like, Well. Sort yeah, I'm <laughs> <laughs> there's some parallels there. Well, su- let's just say that Supernatural just draws from all kinds of biblical names and things like that. That's true, but the story also kind of
0: I I can see parallels just watching it.
1: You know, it it's like any time it's like being a fan of the movie Roadhouse, and any time you go like, oh yeah, I love Roadhouse, and I go, oh you mean hey man, Family Guy? Like I don't want to talk about Family Guy. Stop. I
0: please. never want to talk about Family Guy. I don't like Family Guy. So. Family Guy's writers go to comedy clubs and steal stuff from
1: yeah, you told from me comedians
0: that. and put them in episodes and don't credit them or pay them. Filthy. <laughs> Filthy. And then people go, oh, you stole that from Family Guy. No, actually, it's the other way around, people. So if you ever see a comedian doing something that you saw on Family Guy, give them the benefit of the doubt that they didn't
1: steal it from Family Guy, and it might be the other way around. <laughs> Keep that in mind, people. Uh, got the good old ham bone in uh in good omens. Uh, I've been enjoying uh, Oh, John Ham. I love yeah. John Ham. He is a little out of place cuz everybody else has an English accent except John Ham. There's John Ham. Kind no, it up a um, little bit. Anathema. I don't think Anathema is supposed to be an American character, though I could be wrong. They say she's American. This, they is, say the, she's this American is the this is the series. She's,
0: she's the one that the ha- held yeah. the book, right? Yeah. Okay. But she kind of sounds English to me, and her mother... Well, it might be because her mother was English, but well, they do from, say she's American.
1: She's from America, yeah. Right. It's... But we've her barely met her. Italian.
0: Oh, yeah, maybe that's Spanish, it. Or Spanish, maybe. I don't know. I just barely watched it. Yeah. I haven't processed it.
1: Uh, yeah, and I've been going through it pretty fast, too. Those are things that, uh, you know, like, big surprise. I don't know that the books really went too far into... Gender, uh, you know, uh, ethnicity, and things like that. But I think they've they've made it a point to kind of diversify the cast. Yeah, I don't think Gabriel was really a character in the book, or at least not as big as what they're doing for John Ham. So I think well, there's been some some ways of uh, contextualizing, like um, uh, Francis McDormand is the narrator that's supposed to be God, and right. that's that's more or less all the narration is just pretty much. Stuff. I think. A lot of it is directly lifted from the book. The-
0: I think, I think it's easier to write for multiple people in a scene at once, visually in a uh, in a form that also has audio, like like TV, than it is to put just in a comic strip where everybody's got to have a thought bubble or whatever. So, I mean, it makes more sense to add more characters or embellish characters, like like the John Ham Gabriel. Yeah. And give him a bigger. I'm
1: not big, mad at anybody. Yeah, I yeah. absolutely adore it. I think it's great. I think. Adora the Explorer. Yeah, I adore the Explorer.
0: <laughs> I saw that trailer.
1: How'd that treat you?
0: Ah, uh, you know what? It actually kind of looks fun. <laughs> if if you're like, if you're a kid that grew up watching Dora the Explorer, and now you're. You know, late teens or something like that. You might have fun watching it. It looks like it's going it to be Does it seem fun. like
1: it's a late teens kind of movie?
0: It's pre-teens to late teens, probably. And then maybe parents, too.
1: Yeah, because... Like,
0: my daughter was super into Dora, yeah, and Gabe, she's 16 now.
1: Gabe watched a lot of... He watched uh, a, an, an amount of Dora, but he doesn't seem particularly interested in it. It looks a little bit like it'll remind me
0: of perhaps the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movies. Yeah. But for kids, with Dora instead of instead of uh, Laura Croft.
1: Yeah, it seems kind of that. It seems like it's more or less a for kids product, which is fine. Sure, but it it doesn't seem so corny. The only kids Dora.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's not adultified, but I don't think it's also like babyfied either. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's going to be in the jungle. It's going to have humor. It maybe maybe a little Jumanji feel to it. With Swiper in it? They didn't. They, they did show Boots, but that was the only yeah, I think animal I was, character they showed. I think it showed. was
1: just at the theater, and I saw it on a TV, and I saw.
0: But the boots. boots didn't speak in it. And Boots, I think is Danny Trejo. When
1: you were when you were at the theater, so you, I adore. assume you were with your son. Uh, did, you point, did you point at the at the screen and go, "Hey, look at them boots! Look at them boots! Gone country." <laughs> so. I, it makes me happy that you're enjoying Good Omens with no uh, real context to it. Yeah, it's just a good series. I
0: li- I like the quirkiness of it. Yeah, super. If it was too dark, I don't know if I would like it. If it like, I've caught a little bit of Sabrina when my wife has been watching it. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna like it because it doesn't look fun.
1: I watched uh, at least an episode of Sabrina. I think it seems really cool. Uh, Cindy was into the the older tv show and the feedback i got from her was this seem she's like this seems like a really good show it does it's not what i want yeah. she said specifically it's not just the darkness and maybe this is something that kind of phases out of it as the series goes on but she said after watching a few episodes like there was a lot of kind of bullying and there's just a lot of meanness to it, and she just hmm. she just didn't care for that.
0: I think you can go dark if you also make it fun. Like, Supernatural does that. It can go pretty yeah. dark. Yeah. But there's also... You'll get a couple episodes where it goes pretty dark and looks hopeless, and then you'll get, like, a, a lighthearted, goofy episode to, like, bring... Like, oh, okay, there's the relief I was
1: looking for. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, Good Omens is never going to go particularly dark, I don't believe. Yeah,
0: and that, that's what makes it fun, and that's what... Makes me want to keep watching it.
1: Uh, hearing from hearing from some people who have finished it, it sounds like there's a little bit of a difference at the end. As far as
0: the story, from the way the, the, the way the
1: story kind of oh, oh, Good Omens isn't comics. It is just a book ass book. Oh oh, it's just a book
0: Yeah. book. Yeah. Oh, okay, for some reason I thought it was a comic.
1: No, I mean it would make sense. It, it would work that way. No, it's it's a novel. Oh okay, but
0: uh, <clears throat> I thought Neil Gaiman just did visual. Like no, these he's done a visually stunning, like things. I
1: have a uh, I have a book on Norse mythology that he wrote that I'm uh. gonna try and eventually get through. But I'm, <laughs> I'm slow at doing everything. No, it was that uh, God of War game um, when that was when that was in its most popular popular uh, point because you know God of War is a is like Norse mythology without you know for most people that have only ever known the Marvel stuff that's a real definitely cartoonized version of it. Mm-hmm. You know, people being interested in a lot of the suggestions I got was, "Hey, read that Neil Gaiman book on Norse mythology; hmm. it's really good." <clears throat> and eventually, I may. Who's to say, Travis?
0: Who's to say? I'm not going to say happen, a lot of things. Don't I'm not going to tell you what you can't do.
1: But the 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 concern, the slight concern, Trav, that I have from what I heard about a little bit at the end is that maybe they're trying to make it so they could it would be open to a season two, which I don't, I really do, don't want them to do. Um, what, uh, well
0: i don't know if you like the characters enough and they figure out something to do with the characters besides trying to stop the apocalypse which you would think they're gonna solve that at the end of this season but if they can just go about their business and maybe maybe be butting heads a little bit but also remember like hey we're buddies remember
1: well it's i don't know it's a story that has a beginning and an end and if and it's this, popular they're going to make more. <laughs> the series and that's the sad business side of things, but it's it has a beginning, it has an end. Uh, the the series itself seems very much like a like an ode to like a, a love letter to this thing. Mhm. And Terry Terry Pratchett is dead. And spoiler uh, alert. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Terry Pratchett is dead and Neil didn't Gaiman
0: Didn't he do he also did uh didn't he do like the the Hog Father or something like that. Like I've that, I'm not certain of. He's done other like. I can uh, look that up if guy. you like.
1: But Neil Gaiman has also gone on record and said, uh, "It would be nice if we don't do any more of these. I'd kind of like to, like, be respectful of this man who I was partners with. Mm-hmm. Wrote this thing. Please don't like. You know, I, 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 if you look at example like Game Game of Thrones, maybe lost a step by going outside of. The written stuff, although, you know, Gert Martin very much alive.
0: But, he, you know, he's taking, even I know, I didn't watch the series or read the books, but even I know he's taking forever to write those. Yeah.
1: Well, I I don't feel like Terry Pratchett's going to get around to the sequel, The Good Omens. Well,
0: I think it's got to, no, he's not. But it's good. It can be in two different universes. You can still have the. Game of Thrones series, and then the Game of Gro- Game of Groans. <laughs> Game of Thrones, the, Game of Groans. I've heard the, there's uh, plenty of
1: groans in there, but no, uh, it's not. It's that's not the porn parody. That's the uh, Leslie Nielsen <laughs> spoof movie, Game of Groans, uh, <laughs> medieval and loving it,
0: medieval and loving it. There you go. Uh, but uh, you can have the two different storylines and still enjoy it
1: you're correct hogfather 1996
0: i think i i I used to see a uh, movie version of that come up on my netflix queue every once in a while if if i'm correct
1: he wrote a lot of damn books i ain't no kind of a terry pratchett uh historian but
0: i don't know i might have to check him out a little bit more
1: Mm. i'll send you home with good omens and see how you like it
0: if it's an actual book i'm gonna be honest with you i may never get to reading it it took me Do you know how many books i have at my house that i have never even opened <laughs> i bought all of the uh the prequels to uh the the new star wars movies i've got like six books i haven't read any of them yet i started one i'm i'm like a chapter and a half in
1: i i keep trying to i keep trying to force myself to uh be a little more homeworky because i <laughs> I used to love to read. I used to watch all kinds of movies. And I've kind of been on a strict diet of gaming and, um, you know, Marvel movies. Here's a
0: spoiler for you, Jake. I've always had a hard time reading. Yeah. I can read. And I like, if I'm reading something out loud, I, I can do it. But the focusing, like focusing on what's going on, I will start reading and then realize. I didn't process any of that information, so I have to go back and find where I was, or else i'll forget what line i'm on, or I just get bored i just
1: I'm like that more now, but my whole uh, life i've been like that I think it's like a muscle i think it's you just have to for it's you know you got to do your your eye cardio yeah. <laughs> And eventually, and eventually, not only do you get where you have more endurance for it, but you grow to like it, Travis. My wife pretty never soon you're read doing the dirty dash, but for your eyes, for
0: your eyes. My my wife never read, but she would get uh, migraines so bad she read that uh, reading can actually help migraines. So she started okay. reading, and she reads all the time now. And it, you know, when she's getting a headache or something, she'll start reading, and I guess it's the focusing. I don't know, hmm. but I've got so many books, and I, I, I've read. I mean, I have read books. I've read a few of the Harry, like probably half the Harry Potter books, and I mostly read YA.
1: (laughs) You know what? That's be live your truth, Travis. Yeah, I'm a YA guy. I um, I'm an old young adult. It's uh, oh yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Oh yeah. It's a little highfalutin. It's a little bit head up my ass, but I. I want to try and, I want to challenge myself with some game, with some, not game homework, there's nothing I can do with that, <laughs> but like movie homework and with, uh, you know, book homework. I'm reading uh, this book called The Savage Detectives. It's it's, a, it's almost like, um, it's almost like a journal of, uh, you know, uh, Mexican poets. Hmm. And it's pretty interesting so far, but it is, it's much harder to read than, say, Good Omens. But I Se just, habla? Oh. El baño.
0: El baño? Uh, I don't even know what el baño is. It's
1: the toilet. <laughs> oh.
0: See? I didn't even know that.
1: But uh, no, Four just,
0: years of Spanish. I didn't know what, the, what toilet was. It's
1: more also trying to do that with movies. As I used to watch a lot of different kinds of movies, and so I want to get back to broadening my horizons on that rather than just watching whatever Marvel movie is out at the time. Yeah, I get that.
0: For sure. I mean, I've I've been trying to watch stuff that I had never seen before. That's why I started watching the John Wicks. It was like I always meant to watch them. I wanted to watch them, but I just never did.
1: Did you get to 3 yet?
0: I have not got to 3 yet, no. That's
1: fine.
0: I I went and saw a movie in the theaters, but it was not John Wick 3. What was it? It was Godzilla, King of the Monsters.
1: Was he truly the king of all monsters?
0: (laughs) Indeed, he was. Oh,
1: Thick, uh, thick Godzilla?
0: Godzilla. That's my Lebowski Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. It was a lot of fun. Lots of monster fights. There's a human character. I know people are like really bagging on the human characters. I think it was just really one bad human character, the Vera Formiga character. The way it was written, it didn't need to be that way. Uh, I, I, I honestly don't know why they chose. Basically, they made her seem like a good guy, then made her a bad guy, and then had her turn good again. And it could have just been that uh, they wanted she she developed some technology. I'm not going to spoil the movie, but she developed some
1: technology. <laughs> I'm not that gonna the spo- bad. I'm not going to spoil the movie. I'm she not. Did, she did seem good at first. She turned evil, but then she turned back by the end. But I'm not going to spoil anything. I mean, this is this is kind of the worst part of the
0: movie of a really good movie that I liked. But they didn't need need to have that twist. It didn't need to be there. There didn't need to be an M. Night Shyamalan moment with this character. They could have just kidnapped her and her daughter and threatened to kill her daughter if she didn't use the the technology for what the bad guys wanted to use it for. Instead, you find out she, she was going along with the plan the whole time. I'm not telling you what the plan is. That means I'm not spoiling. Okay. So... But you find out she was going along with the plan, and then then at the end she goes, oh, wait, we're in over our heads, and then becomes good again. That character was pretty terrible. But the rest of it was fine, as far as the human stuff. And the monster stuff was rad. Yeah? Yeah, Rodan, Mothra, King Ghidorah, Godzilla. It was awesome, dude.
1: So like the early teasers made it seem like it was it had like sort of a global warming save the earth message is that it kind of does is that not really what it was it kind of does like
0: i don't want to spoil it but that's kind of what makes the bad guys do what they do is they think it's gonna save the earth
1: do you remember that that first kind of teaser the You know, had this kind of it. It felt like it had this sort of sense of hope and things like that. Is that, is that what the movie is? Or I mean,
0: uh, you got a little hope in that Godzilla is on your side. But (laughs) other than that, they pretty much break everything they they walk past. They destroy cities in one fight. You know, there's probably like 15 cities destroyed
1: in this movie. Is Godzilla? Does Godzilla have a sort of personality? Um, he looks like
0: like somebody's dad who doesn't put up with people's BS and <laughs> and just likes a little bit of justice and doesn't care for bullies. So Godzilla is curmudgeonly. A little bit, but curmudgeonly with a heart of gold. You know what I mean? He's, he's like he's, he's like, like East, Clint Eastwood, Gran Torino. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. He's like get
2: off my lawn.
0: You know that kind of thing. Is he also, is the he also whole world like is casually lawn? racist. I mean, I no, no. I think he's an equal opportunity city destroyer. Okay. I don't think he focused on one race more than the others.
1: Well, I'm glad that they've, I'm glad that they've brought Godzilla into the 21st century. That yeah.
0: Like. I, I think he was. I think he didn't see color. He he was a woke Godzilla. Woke Godzilla. <laughs> he done been woke.
1: It, it's great to hear. Yeah, I'm glad you like. Any good trailers on it or anything like that?
0: Oh, there were so many trailers. Can I remember any of them? No. Uh, there was the Men in Black trailer, which I've seen on everything. Is That um,
1: not out yet?
0: No, I think it comes out in a couple weeks.
1: I felt like that, that. I could. I would have sworn that that came and went already. It looks good, but it also looks terrible. Like I can't tell.
0: <laughs> it, it could go either way. I, it could be really good or it can be garbage. I, I I want it to be good. I like Chris Hemsworth. I like Tessa Thompson. I like. Liam Neeson, even though <laughs> Liam's had a rough year. <laughs> I mean, Emma Thompson's in it. There's a lot of really good people. Kumail's in it. The Kumail oh, character Kumail's actually seems a little it. annoying, to be honest with you. Like, he's the little tiny sidekick guy. I like that Kumail Manjiani so much. I like him, but I don't know if that I like this character. I, I did see the-, the trailer for Stuber. Is it Stuber? I was going to say, yeah, it is Stuber. That looks... It's the same one you showed me, but it does look a lot... It looks fun.
1: I want to see Kumail in... I I guess I haven't seen The Big Sick, and maybe that would help. I want to see Kumail in something where he's not being cast as the kind of mealy-mouthed, whiny character. Because he's not that.
0: Well, I mean, I think if you listen to his stand-up, he kind of is. I mean, that's the way he portrays... He's self-deprecating, is what I'm trying to say. He, He... I think a good comic is willing to make themselves look silly. I think that's why people didn't like Dane Cook movies is because no, he I'm, he was the leading man and he always got the girl and stuff like like a true comic not saying Dane Cook's not a true comic. This is,
1: <laughs> but he didn't D- write he didn't Dane write Cook, those movies is what I'm okay. Dane Cook is an odd uh right. minefield to try and parse.
0: But those movies were written for any leading man, and he just happened to be the leading man. Okay, that's what that's what I'm trying to yeah. say. But w- w- a comic doesn't care about looking silly. He wants to get he or she wants to get the laugh. Yeah. Does that make I, sense? Like, look at I, Melissa McCarthy, for example. Yeah, she will do pretty much anything to get the laugh, and sometimes it's a little over the top, and you're like, "All right, that's not funny." But that Jim Carrey's the same way. Like back in the '90s, he would do anything to get the laugh, and sometimes it didn't work. And it's not going to work for everybody. But the willingness to do that—that's what—that's what makes him a comic.
1: I guess I just—it's you know all I was saying was I, I think Kumel can, I think Kumel can, uh, I think he can be, he can be portrayed better.
0: I think most comics. I say about someone I don't know even a little bit. Most comics, realistically, being in movies. I think the ceiling for 90% of comics to get into movies is going to be the funny side
1: character. Oh, I'm not even saying that. It's, it's again, like I said, I mean, you just said enough. Is that Kumail's character in the Men in Black movie is the annoying one? and Right. He's, you know, in Silicon Valley, he's definitely kind of the... See, I've he, never seen he's, any he's, of Sil- he's, Silicon Valley. He's the backstabber. Ah, okay. Uh, you know... Um, he did a voice. He did a voice in uh, the last Mass Effect game that I don't think he was cast particularly well in. <laughs> I just you know I I like I really really like Kumail Nanjai. I, I think really do. <laughs> he
0: was a he was a good leading man in the story that was written about his own
1: life. Yeah, the big in sick. the Big
0: Sick, he and did I, really
1: well. And that- for whatever dumb reason, I haven't ever watched that.
0: And maybe that'll be enough that he can get some more serious stuff. But there was also humor in there. He was playing a comedian, and some of the yeah. funniest stuff is when he goes on stage and he just starts crying, oh, and he's just bawling and trying geez. to, <laughs> trying to vent that's about wh- his day. And that's
1: why I'm interested in seeing what what he's like in Stuber.
0: No, he, he definitely looks funny, and uh, he's a fish out of water type of thing. I've you know? also come
1: around to kind of being in Dave Batista's court of I think he, I like seeing him and stuff. Yeah, he looks funny in it. So, so no good trailers then, huh? I I mean, it, I'm it not saying there was my, no
0: good trailers. I, I just can't think of them.
1: I I don't know if something changed. It feels like when I was like a teenager, when you went to a summer movie, part mm-hmm. of it was you were gonna see three or four trailers of like, holy crap, that movie. Well, I think I want to say like Aladdin had
0: Lion King, maybe Toy Story four. It might just be uh, the that internet stuff. that
1: all that stuff's already out in the ether before you go see the movie. I already know what's.
0: I think that's part there. of it. Is I think every trailer that I saw, I had already
1: seen. But just, it still just feels like when I go see new movies, it's a bunch of kind of trailers that have been around for a few months. Right. It
0: might just be me. Yeah, I don't think there was anything I'm that was new to clouds me here.
1: at all. Yeah. So. That's
0: the, way, that's the way it is. The
1: internet spoils us. You know what you trailer
0: I want to see? Oh. I want to see the uh, Wonder Woman 1984 trailer.
1: Boy, I'm interested. i looking that, forward to I'm that. I'm interested in what that is going to be.
0: They came out with a new costume for her today. I guess it's a, it's a, I can't remember the name of the, the comic book series, but she wore that in, in a series. Yeah. It actually looks like a more uh, rational costume for a warrior to wear. Where suit. her arms and legs and everything are covered in armor, it's How? gold on armor, almost
1: Asgardian looking. I have only ever watched those movies once and don't have the biggest interest in seeing them. Is there a big difference between the costume in the original Wonder Woman movie versus what the costume is like in the, you know, Batman v Superman and Justice League?
0: No, it's pretty
1: close to the is same she in one. Batman v Superman.
0: Yeah yeah that's where she
1: first showed up they're so bad yeah i guess that's right okay batman versus superman and justice league really run together for me
0: remember she showed up at the the fight against doomsday yeah and out of nowhere and nobody even knew who she was she kind of comes in and like saves them both and then they did the wonder woman movie and then justice league was after that but that's all kind of a very similar (laughs) costume but this one is pretty much gold all the way up and down and it's covering basically her whole body but her face. So it's, it seems like something a warrior would want to wear to battle. I wonder, <laughs> Makes more sense.
1: I wonder uh, how they'll be able to kind of, I, e- even if they need to rationalize, like, okay, she, she wore this really great functional suit of armor but decided to stop wearing it at some point.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's that. I would imagine that she doesn't know. wear this the entire movie. I'd imagine this is probably something that she dons some
1: sort of like legendary armor that she can only use for a little while and then it goes away or something. Or
0: I don't know, but I'm sure there's a, there's an explanation. They did a good enough job with the original Wonder Woman movie.
1: It went out of fashion.
0: (sighs) You do bring up a good point that why, why wasn't she wearing it in the the modern movies?
1: What if it's made entirely of jelly bracelets?
0: Jelly bracelets were big in the nineteen eighty four. I'll give you that, they were big. Jelly shoes too. I never understood those. My little sister always had jelly shoes. Were, Did your sister have not, jelly yeah, shoes? My,
1: my sister had jelly shoes. Not
0: at all like comfortable. They couldn't be. I have no idea. I have no way to tell. I remember she would go through them like crazy because she'd leave them outside and they, it would rain and then they'd crack when when the sun
1: had come out. I was just obsessed. With, I had a I had the shoes. We, and they then, stunk. Well, oh. it was just a was just a little. That was because kids kids feet kids stink. feet do stink. But is, that doesn't necessarily mean that was the jelly shoes fault. That's true. I had uh, the little little sneakers that had a little like puffy logo on the side. and It was the Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestlers. I had. oh I'm jealous of that set that had that. I wonder one. if they
0: make those for men now.
1: Uh, you might be surprised. You Genuinely <laughs> might be surprised not a lot of those would be cool not a lot of retro rock and wrestlers merch out there that i've run across but. you ever get those targeted ads in, yes uh, for yes facebook? i do facebook
0: I, I saw some they were like a, a kind of a converse all-star but it said tate across the side of them oh really yeah
1: i have not say anything like that i was just thinking of uh i when we were talking about umbrella academy i told you that uh, the Pandemonium Hotel there was like a big set where you get this giant space boy statue <laughs> the, the thing you have to try not to do is actually click on them because I clicked on it just to uh, see what it was and now I just see that ad all the time they know you like it they know that I looked at it we hooked that's him enough, we so. hooked him like
0: a lady at the street corner <laughs> oh, whatever that you. means what else what, we were going to talk about uh, the dark crystal Dark Speaking Crystal, of Age,
1: of, Age of Resistance trailer. Age of Ultron. That looks way cool. It looks
0: great. It looks like the set from the 80s was like 1982. That, it,
1: it has me...
0: Not, it looks like nobody touched it and it was fermetically sealed. Is
1: that the right word? I'm making this face. It has me <laughs> tightly by the nostalgic short hairs. <laughs> it looks there's, really fun. Yeah, It there's there's just a slight... And this is this is picky, this is I'm, this isn't even picky. It's just something that uh, Star Wars has it as well with the practical effects. Is there's just the slightest titch of it. I don't know if it looks too clean or too good, but there's just the slightest titch of this doesn't quite look like the exact same, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. It's you know it's just that slight titch. It's not as bad as say like young the young Yoda puppet from the right. prequels. That was bad news. That was real bad news. Yeah, that was
0: weird. But uh, but when they used the puppet in uh, the last movie, it was really good.
1: No, it was good. The, the Force Ghost Yoda. There, I th- you know the the Phantom Menace Yoda. The Phantom <laughs> Menace Yoda was. They tried to make him look way too young. Right. And the, the eyes. The eyes were. Disturbing. Didn't they go back over and fix that? Yeah, they they since c- then they CG'd that back over to yeah, kind of that's the more traditional Yoda look. Yoda look, Yoda look, Yoda look, Yoda look, Yoda look, look 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 Anyway, Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal looks way cool. Looks awesome. Uh, lots of puppets. Uh, all your favorite characters are there. Yep. I guess
0: Older, all of them except Alder's for there. except for the two main Gelflings. Yeah, I mean they're it's probably a cool, so. they're probably young, living often. Wherever they live, because they lived in, in rural, rural areas.
1: <laughs> well, I'd have to, boy, I'd have to uh, go back and I haven't watched Dark Crystal for a few years, because you know I'm. Old. You're busy. You're a busy fellow. No, I watched Dark Crystal with Gabe and uh, to you know, have him think his dad's weird and wonder why he likes things. But uh, <laughs> I think I remember the the original Gelfling dude he he was raised by those those slow monks there oh. wrinkly those phallic monks yeah and uh he seemed like he was barely aware of what he was and he definitely the when he when he met the the girl one like he kind of didn't know that he didn't know that there were other gelflings, for one and then mm-hmm. he uh when she had the wings, because the girl ones have wings, mm-hmm. it, he had no idea. So it's because they drink Red Bull. Because they drank Red Bull. Red Bull gives you wings. So I guess it has to be a prequel that's fairly far back. It looked
0: like it was the beginning stages of the maybe, Skeksis figuring things out. With, maybe it's going to be kind crystal. of
1: maybe it's going to be kind of weird in that way that uh, when you think about that, there's maybe what there, there's twenty years between the Phantom Menace and. Or not the Phantom Menace between the last, uh, the last of the prequels and A New Hope, and by the time A New Hope comes around, there are people who, there are people who act like they don't even know that they like ah the Jedi. That's just a that's just that's a ghost a story.
0: I mean, it, where it takes place in an entire universe, you could kind of see that happening. Like even if it was Darth Vader flying through the space currently. You could be like, eh, Darth Vader, they just made that up. Like, if you yeah. were skeptical.
1: it It is weird, though, when you consider how prominent uh, Darth Vader is when they have that meeting, and the one guy's like, ah, your old parlor tricks don't I scare know. me. It's like, are you shitting me? Have you really never met this guy? Have you really <laughs> never been in the same room with this guy? It would be like if you were in the room with Mike Tyson and said, ah, you little sissy punches can't do nothing to me. You don't even, you've never even been trained to box. Those are legends. I mean that's that's kind of setting up
0: that people didn't like worship Jedi's or anything like that. There were definitely people that were like, whatever, they can't do anything different. They just they just wear robes, you know. It's pretty easy to be dismissive about things. We're we're dismissive about things all the time, and you know what I mean. Sometimes they seem crazy to us, and then we find out, oh, maybe it wasn't so crazy after all. I mean that's human nature. I think it's all, throughout all of history. People have dismissed things.
1: Imperial Grand Moffs. They're just like us.
0: Grand Moff Tarkin. Worst name for for Dar- Darth Vader's boss. You think so? Grand Moff?
1: That's terrible. I, you know, I have no... I have no... Uh, I don't know if that was a made-up thing or if that's some sort of rank. I don't know. In know the if, world.
0: I mean, Grand Amoff. Admiral Thrawn sounds better than Grand Moff.
1: Oh, Tarkin's Darkin. Tarkin's fine. I don't. Tarkin mind. was such a good character. Yeah, too. it was a Peter good character. Christian was amazing. Of course, of course. That's a that's a pro right there.
0: The Grand Moff sounds like you're the the leader of like a Buffalo Lodge at, at the Flintstones or something.
1: Oh, to say, <laughs> but uh, hey, Dark Crystal, like, I it almost makes me it almost makes me worried for Netflix because it looks extremely expensive and it has a lot of big names in it. It's uh, looking at the list here, like. Helena, Bonica, Helena Bonham wow. Helena I killed uh, Taryn Egerton, who was in the. Um, the uh, yeah, the. He's in Rocket Man. He's in the. Yeah, uh, the Kingsman, Kingsman movies. Kingsman yeah. movies. Uh, I'm I, not w- sure. I would imagine he's probably the lead Gelfling. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the name characters. There's, these are names I don't recognize because okay. I don't pay good. Who attention. plays
0: Die Hardman? That's my I big question. I don't
1: know if that's revealed yet. I'd have to look that up.
0: <laughs> no, I meant in this.
1: In this, who's was Di like Di is, is
0: Die Hardman in the?
1: Uh, Die Hardman is in the Dark by Crystal. Cage. <laughs> that would be perfect. Full Cage. The name characters, uh, Mi, Michan or Mehan is played by Charlie Condu. Is that name ring a bell? No. Uh, Brea is played by Alice Dinne, Dinian. Mm, no. No. Uh, and a character named Deet is played by Natalie Emanuel. No. So looking down here, oh.
0: All very talented, I'm sure.
1: You know a name I haven't heard in a while that I'm actually really happy to hear doing something in this? Uh, let me think. Uh, I'm going to take a wild guess. James Woods.
0: Just no, kidding. Not sure, I don't know. No.
1: Here, I'll, look, let me turn on Magic Mike for a second, and I'll do a okay. professional. All
2: right. This is a very specific man.
0: Oh, that's uh, Harvey Firestein. It is Harvey Firestein. Wow, as a skeksy. Uh, I hope the, it's a Skexy. No, no name on it.
1: Also, no name on it. Mark Hamill.
0: Really, Mark Hamill.
1: Yeah, but they uh, there there is a lot of speculation that he will be the Chamberlain. The Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's he's really good. Someone at the voice. someone asked him about it
0: on Twitter, and he was pretty cagey about it. Uh, no, that's pretty cool. If 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 mark hamill's a part of it just because uh, because of the connection between jim henson and star wars and all that yeah you know uh
1: jason isaacs wow uh keegan michael key
0: reuniting uh reuniting with helena bottom carter jason isaacs sure sure they were a uh, brother and sister-in-law uh in harry potter you familiar with toby jones yeah toby yeah. jones was
1: uh he was Dolby. Dolby. yeah Eddie Izzard.
0: Toby
2: is Harry Potter's friend.
1: Let's see who else Eddie is on Izzard. here. Wow. Uh, Simon Pegg. Andy Samberg. Wow. Mark Strong. Mark Strong.
0: He saved that, uh, the Green Lantern movie. He was the yeah, best part of he that was, Green Lantern he movie. He was one music. of the
1: few good things about that yeah. movie. Uh, those are the only ones that He's I got see a great offhand. Voice too. But He's got that, that deep villainy voice. I kind of assume.
0: I didn't just, you think he was going to be a bad guy in the Kingsman movies when you saw yes. him in there?
1: Yes. I really like him in. Have you seen both Kingsman movies?
0: Uh, I haven't seen the second one. I haven't
1: yet. seen the second uh, one My either. son
0: bought it, but I haven't seen
1: it I yet. I didn't hear great things about it. Yeah. But, uh, you know. He, my son sh- said
0: he, he starts to tear up when he, he hears uh, uh, Country Roads, Take Me Home, you know, West Virginia Mountain Mama. Yeah. When he, when he hears that, he starts to tear up a little bit, he
1: says. Why does he tear up for that?
0: I get, I'm guessing because uh, what's-his-butt is in it. Uh, you know, my, the real Magic Mike. What's yeah, his name? he's
1: in the second one.
0: Eats, eats cat turds and stuff. Um, Channing Potato. Channing Potato. He's in it. I'm guessing his character dies or something.
1: No. If, what he's talking about is, uh, did you
0: see Logan Lucky? I did see Logan Lucky, and they I... play it in that. But he said it's because of the Kingsman movie. Huh. Well, I guess I'd have to see the Kingsman movie, but yeah, uh, he—that's why he said because
1: I didn't watch you, Logan Lucky. At with the me. end of Logan Lucky, when she does that, right? I, I just lost it, and which, I thought it was interesting was so that there's silly. a connection
0: with those two movies that he's in. Yeah, around the same time.
1: But I—I I kind of feel like a lot of the people doing voices, a lot of those names that I named off, probably are doing small bits in it, and maybe oh, yeah, are kind sure. of doing it more as a favor.
0: Or they were fans of it and they wanted to be Something a part like of it, yeah. Because
1: that's a lot of big names to throw a lot of money at.
0: Yeah, I'm sure Andy Samberg it showed up for one day. Well, you know what I mean. It's probably they re, they recorded on the same lot that uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine was.
1: Yeah, that's a show Here, I really a, should watch.
0: I love Brooklyn Nine Nine, but when I was down in L.A., I was at the um, I was at the lab at the uh, the Improv. Yeah, and somebody. During their set commented, hey, everybody, just so you know, one of the writers from Brooklyn Nine-Nine is in the crowd on his laptop right there. <laughs> so uh, listen for your jokes later on next season. Oh, man. So I don't know. I'd never heard that accusation before. But I, it makes me wonder, is uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine writers stealing stuff, too? It's
1: got lots of talented people. You would think that they yeah. would not really need that. You wouldn't think so. But
0: you know what? I think there's more of that going on than, than people know
1: about. I mean, what's the point of having writer room, writers' rooms? Just when hire
0: comedians, talented
1: people in them. Just hire the people that you think are funny. <laughs> I just because just because Brooklyn Nine Nine has a lot of people that I I think are really good in it. Mm-hmm. I almost want to feel like I wonder if in Hollywood, uh, anyone who's a writer who's seen it at a comedy club gets that kind of business, like writer on a comedy. They're like, hey, this guy who from this comedy, watch out for him. There was a guy on his laptop. That's the that's the thing. <laughs> I would. I I would also think that, especially in in California, like being on your laptop during a comedy set would be. It's very suspicious. Extreme. Well, just extremely frowned upon. Like they're not even even sitting in the
0: back of the room writing on a piece of paper. Yeah. You. It's very easily assumed that you're writing down their jokes.
1: You think that has anything like the writer is a particularly powerful person who could get away with that, or?
0: Uh, I think it's hard to prove if you took a joke that you thought was funny from an open micer. I think it's hard to prove that. Uh, you Weird. took it. Does I, that make I, sense?
1: I I said it earlier in the show, Trav. I ain't no kind of Hollywood scientist, so <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I mean, there's also parallel thought. Like I've I've had things. Oh,
0: where the I did jokes about. I remember I I, I, I still do the joke. I stopped for a while, but I did a joke about world's greatest dad, and uh, you should have to fight if you want to be the world's greatest dad. And then I saw a bit on Conan, and I had this bit like. I think uh, Rooftop Comedy picked it up and it was on a few things on the internet. It was available. I don't think the Conan people took it or anything. I think it was parallel thought, but it was still like, oh, I can't do that joke now because people are going to think I took it from Conan. I
1: actually, But I, I do believe it was parallel thought. I actually had that this week and it is the most petty thing of uh, did you see the pictures of Trump with uh, Queen Elizabeth where he's wearing that really weird tuxedo? Yeah, where
0: it kind of looked like a penis. Yeah, people outlined it. Yeah,
1: I first thing I thought of when I saw it, I can't remember who I I replied to some comedian that I know who had, who had said something about how dumb it looked, and like right away the first thing I thought of was the uh, Giovanni Jones character from Looney Tunes, <laughs> and. Posted that, and the the person who I posted it to liked it and retweeted it, and I got I got a hey look, I ain't no kind of Twitter scientist, <laughs> but I felt pretty good with the likes that I got right. from it. Yeah. And later on that day, someone post and I looked at the timestamp. <laughs> I am so petty. I looked at the timestamp on mine versus the timestamp on this. You know, I think I think it was a comedian who mm-hmm. someone had retweeted later, and that guy had like thousands of likes and retweets. I am just like. I mean, it's a pretty obvious thing. So me thinking that up isn't, isn't that much original thought. But I, parallel thought, Travis. I've made parallel jokes.
0: Thought. And then the next day I'll see a comic that's a friend of mine make the same joke. And, I was, and usually I, I don't care, whatever. But there have been times where I was like, hey, uh, yeah, that's a pretty good joke. Uh, I knew you liked it when you liked my post about the same joke yesterday. <laughs> oh, did I? Uh, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, yeah. uh huh.
1: I try to take it as the. I try to take it as the compliment of the like. You know, obviously, obviously, this guy didn't theft steal is it from That's just theft, man. Oh, no, th- this person did not steal it from me. There's no right. way. It was just a matter of like someone who is good at their job thought of it too. So, I mean, as
0: a as a comedian, when I see like I had a joke that went very closely to. A joke that maria bamford was doing and i mean i had been doing it since it was like my first good joke and i know she'd never seen it before she didn't never seen me before so i just took it as all right bammer, we, bammer I had doesn't a, seem like the stealing type no, no 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 i'm not saying that at all i just took it as all right i must be doing something right yeah if i had a parallel thought to what she's doing on stage right now and killing with. Yeah. And I was going down a similar alley with that. So maybe my writing is actually pretty good. And I've had that a there couple times go. where I know, it's, I know it's parallel and it's not exactly the same. So I just take it as, well, uh, I guess I'm, I'm at least doing something good because people like this.
1: Oh, uh, Sparkly Vampire has been confirmed as Batman now. I think he's gonna be fine. Batman, Batman. I'm lo- I'm long on record as saying that there's just there is not much to the look or anything, or even necessarily so much the feel of Bruce Wayne or Batman. It's just a good chin. Yeah. So I'm, I I I'm think he's gonna be fine. I'm certainly willing to give it the give it its day in court.
0: I've seen him in some things. I, I'm not gonna hold Twilight against him. No. Because uh, dude, what's what's her name that was in it?
1: You know, Mopey Girl. <laughs> you have to you have to say that. I can't remember. She's her been name. doing. She's been doing. Kristen well Stewart. Kristen yeah, Stewart. she's
0: been in tons of things where she's knocking it out of the park. Yeah, you can't just hold Twilight against them forever.
1: Hey, look at Air, Harry Potter has really Harry Potter. Harry Potter has really you know grown into his own as an actor.
0: even the the best friend in Twilight. Again, uh, you, know, you know, she's. She's happy. She's in those uh, singing movies. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Red-headed girl. You're killing me here. Uh, what's her name? You I know, was, Pitch
1: Perfect. Yeah, I was actually just listening Cup to... Cup Song. I was listening to a, a podcast, I Hate It But I Love It, and they were... Uh gonna miss my taco whatever yes i know uh, she- <laughs> <laughs> i know what you're talking about the more you're talking about the harder it makes it to think i know it. i can't i cannot but they were talking her about head. her and she she had actually tweeted recently and saying something like oh my god i just remembered i was in twilight and they're like really <laughs> really i'm pretty sure you never forget that
0: we gotta look it up now it's gonna drive me crazy if i don't if i don't see wow she's been in so many things but she is really good too yeah you're looking it up all right so I think he, I think uh, Robert Pattinson's gonna be good.
1: He'll be fine,
0: and it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a younger Bruce Wayne because it's gonna be he's gonna be in detective mode from what I was reading about it.
1: Well, that, I mean that Batman doesn't get less detective as he gets older. I, I think that that sometimes the the movies tend
0: to go away from him being a detective though. You know what I mean? It's just he drops down in the alley and beats up the bad guy and then uh, shoots the battering thing in the air and takes off
1: that is uh so i think him solving a mystery will be good uh rocksteady games has done a couple of two or three batman games that are very heavily on the 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 thing is is they they have a a uh, thing that you can do called detective mode but it Mm. it's one of those things that gets lost in the shuffle a lot with the movies is that he is a very good detective i'm kind of bummed that they say that
0: the uh joaquin phoenix joker movie is not going to have anything to do with these batman movies I think that's kind of a assuming that that's going to be a good movie, which it looks like it is. I think that that's kind of an opportunity to bring in a a, a new Joker with a new Batman and have I, them,
1: you know, I, have
0: a history together.
1: We'll we'll see what we'll see what uh, what these newer Batman movies look like. But I think that that Joker that Joker movie they're trying to kind of free from the confines of a cinematic universe and just not not worry about having to fit in. Except that they call it Joker. And they bring no, I mean, in they bring in young Bruce Wayne and I know they're gonna do those things, but I'm just talking about like Thomas Wayne. The The Marvel movies have to conform very much to a tone. Right. So, you know, they're gonna make this movie and tell this specific story the way they want to and not have to necessarily worry about confirming or conforming to a tone. I don't I don't need like dogma
0: style uh connective tissue but i do want some connective tissue (laughs) especially if it's i mean okay you're gonna do batman movies you're gonna do wonder woman movies you're gonna do aquaman movies okay fine if they never connect fine but at least keep the batman stuff together if you're gonna make a joker movie at least connect it to the batman trilogy that's gonna come out why not
1: just like i (laughs) said just like i said i think I think they're trying to with the Joaquin Phoenix one they're trying to do something a little on <laughs> the more artsy side of things that just wouldn't fit into what they're going to end up doing with the patents and ones. Hmm. And I'm I'm relatively I fine don't. with that. They'll they'll figure out their way to do the Joker with the patents and stuff and
0: But that'll be 3 Jokers in the last 5 years. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You got Walking, you got Jared Leto and then whoever else they come up with.
1: Did Jared Leto it's, really happen?
0: Well, <laughs> it, uh, either own it. Or, they're just kind of coming up with things that doesn't work, and they discard it, and they try, and they reboot it
1: again. they It's kind of.
0: DC I, I love throwing, DC, but I'm kind of getting annoyed. Can pa- you
1: tell? They're throwing Paschetti at the wall. Yeah, DC is. And it's starting to look
0: like the food. The, the health department should come in and shut them down.
1: The next few years are gonna. <laughs> The next few years are going to prove, I guess, whatever they're going to do. Because it, it sort of also feels like they've finally accepted we're not going to be Marvel. Mm-hmm. Well, what do we do the best? Well, we have these kind of niche TV shows. Or, but I think more or less they're looking at the thing that we've always been most well complimented on uh, is our animated stuff. And their animated stuff doesn't have much connective tissue. No. They do lots of, they do lots of like just short arc stories. And so I think they're just going to do that cinematically. Then why do a trilogy? I mean, you have, so you have Doom Patrol, Cyborgs in Doom Patrol. There's Mm -hmm. no, there's not going to be any connective tissue there. You have the Flash TV show. That's not going to have any connective tissue with whatever they do going forward. Like, they're probably going to recast The Flash eventually. But after a
0: while, I thought I was okay with it, but now sitting here talking to you about it now, it's clear that I'm not okay with it. Um, I thought I was okay with it. And but the, now
1: the Joker one is the one I feel the least, the least worried about having connective tissue because I just think that did they're f- doing. Did you find her name? Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, I did.
0: You're gonna make me sit on it. All right, keep saying it's what you're de- saying. It's
1: definitely an A word. It's definitely an A word. Oh my
0: gosh. It's not Ashley. It's definitely not Ashley. There was an Ashley Green in Twilight too, if no, I remember correctly. That's not the one. <sighs> All right, keep talking what you're talking about. I got to remember I, it.
1: I just think. The- from what uh, the read that I'm getting from the Joker movie trailer is they're, they're trying to tell a very, very confined story that, that I just don't think would end up fitting with whatever they end up doing. I mean, I mean, so we, we have Wonder Woman and Aquaman, which I guess maybe, they are, maybe they are still trying to be uh, Marvel and going like, oh, yeah, the way that we do it is we, we backdoor in our most popular characters after we take B characters and make them the forefront. Who knows? Because know. you got Wonder Woman and Aquaman that are the only ones that are going to hang around anyway. Well,
0: now they're saying they're going to have like two, maybe three different universes in the in the theatrical movies, and it's I don't know.
1: I, I don't know. It's at, just, at that point. At that point, why you know, just 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 do a bunch of non-connective movies, I guess. I know. But you don't have to. If worry. you're
0: rebooting everything every two years because it didn't work,
1: well, it doesn't it, it? doesn't have try to a different feel character. Like it doesn't feel like have it doesn't necessarily have to feel like a reboot, it just feels like a bunch of movies that take place in the universe but don't. Like these stories all happen. I mean, it's it's kind of more natural of the way the comics the that comics work is like lots of stories get told that are by different artists, that are written by different people, that are in the same universe, but we don't worry too much about whether or not they're all connected or if the characters look the same. I think kids want
0: and kids are kind of driving the the comic book stuff i think kids want to see their favorite characters together sure i i know i realize it's going to be nearly impossible to be marvel but at least take some things don't I mean, be it? don't be the anti-marvel because what is it like kevin if you're the anti-marvel marvel is the most successful thing going right now even more than star wars so you want to be the anti-marvel guess what the anti of success is Failure. I don't
1: know if, I don't, know if it, I don't think they're trying to be the anti Marvel. I think that they're just trying to stop being Marvel. I, know. I mean the I mean the tone of <laughs> the tone of Justice League it was them trying to be anti Marvel. It just seems like desperate reboot,
0: desperate reboot, desperate reboot. That's yeah. what it seems like to me.
1: Yeah, it is. It is, but for the first time it does feel like they're trying to do their own thing rather than just keep aping Marvel. <sighs> I don't know. I want it all to be good, but. but but also the only thing we really have to go on is that there's another Joker movie that feels like it's probably not going to be a part of everything. And that's that's, that's I me, think that's, that's what fun. frustrates me, to me because
0: the, kind of fun. the new Joker movie looks like it's going to be really good, but it's connected to nothing. So it's just by itself. What if these Batman movies end up being really good, like as good as the Dark Knight movies, but, and yeah. then they're not connected to anything else? It's like oh, this is such a wasted opportunity.
1: But think. Think about what you've seen from the Joker trailer. Can you really see that story ending up as, you know, the whole clown prince of crime? It's going to be one guy who goes on a tear that maybe gets some copycats.
0: Uh, maybe. I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll I just see. feel... Yeah. I just go back to they missed the boat when they didn't snowball everything off of the the Dark Knight movies. I understand that they it was going to be a trilogy and they weren't going to do any more... But they could have just said, okay, we're going to recast, you know, the Christian Bale Batman, and let's just roll everything from this over to here, because that's at least a starting point, even if it's got a new actor as Batman.
1: Boy, that story, that story would be so hard. It's so hard to picture that being in a universe where, you know, like Superman exists. Although I I haven't confirmed it, I still swear that there is a brief reference to like, well, I don't know what's going on with that guy in Metropolis. Yeah, I think that that happened somewhere in the Dark Knight trilogy. Maybe
0: they were talking about Jimmy Olsen. Perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> All right, uh, it's not Ashley Graham.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> is it Ashley? You, Ashley seems no, like no, it's, it's not no, an no, an it's Ashley. Not it's Ashley. A, no, Alyssa A-S. Milano. No, A-S's.
1: no. Give, me, give me, the second, the second initial. The second initial. Yeah. Much like the much like the forty-seven. This is an AK.
0: AK. Uh. AK. No, uh, Andre Karolinko.
1: Um, it is Andre Karolinko.
0: I knew I'd get it.
1: Gosh dang it. What is her name?
0: All right, I give up. I, I'm going to go Kendrick. crazy. Anna Kendrick. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I seriously could have gone for 45 minutes and not remembered that. I don't know why. It wasn't even no, on I the get, tip of my I tongue. I get
1: like that, too.
0: Ugh. Anyway. I have a very specific wheelhouse. I saw something today I'm a little excited about. It's going to make me uh, keep a, watching the, uh, the Runaways.
1: Oh, yeah. I saw yeah, that.
0: I saw uh, that uh you know Austin Powers uh what's her name uh Elizabeth Hurley you for, Okay I'm forgetting everything at this point Elizabeth Hurley's going to be on there as Morgan Le Fay Where did she go Uh she was doing some show about tabloids in the UK I think No kidding. Yeah she's still looking pretty good So I, I'll I'll be exce- excited assume. to see her as Morgan Le Fay and it's cool that they're bringing in some other characters like I kind of gave up on that show it was a little too uh, I think aimed at teenagers.
1: That's, that is a but, perfectly reasonable thing to do.
0: Because I was like, eh, I don't think this is for 41-year-olds. But I'll give it a
1: try. Cause I've been there with a few shows myself.
0: I'll jump back on board.
1: Gabe loves Cloak and
0: Dagger. I'm pretty sure that that's very much to teenagers. I right. watched one episode and it was very teen angsty. But he, he really likes Cloak and Dagger. It looked like it could go in some pretty cool
1: places. Hmm. So...
0: What else we got on there? Uh... <laughs> Are we? I think we're uh, the
1: Russo brothers are going to make a Magic the Gathering series for Netflix.
0: I mean, I wonder if it'll be kind of like uh, some kids are playing Magic the Gathering and they get pulled into a universe. Or I something sure like hope that. not,
1: because that's dumb.
0: <laughs> it'll be like Dungeons and Dragons. Those remember that cartoon we talked uh, about? There that was before. some
1: so something I saw recently was check out this Dungeons and Dragons update. It's really cool, and then I saw below it car commercial. And I won't. I can't bring myself to watch it.
0: I've seen what you're talking about. I didn't watch it either. They, somebody said, because why we finally have resolution to the Dungeons & Dragons story. And I'm like, in a 30-second commercial? In a car commercial? Right. I say the
1: no thank you.
0: Is it a car that is going through a dark ride
1: at some I'm, weird lagoon-type place? That cartoon is what a what an odd what an oddity <laughs> first of all like making a dungeons dragons cartoon kind of makes sense but you know this this little character the dungeon master and just mm-hmm. the idea of these kids on a roller coaster like there's something very I, I have a special place in my heart for that weird ass cartoon yeah it was fun but so that making it like hey check this out it's a car commercial it was mm, speaking up
0: eh. speaking of another 80s eh. cartoon uh, Punky Brewster is going to get a reboot. Did you know there, there was, was a Punky, Punky Brewster, Brewster cartoon? cartoon? Do you yes. remember that? Yes, I do. It had George and she Punky. had a dog. Punky. 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 So they're doing Punky. a reboot. She's a, she's Punky, a single mother. Punky, your friend
1: is caught in the fridge again. <laughs> Punky, go let her. Oh, she's a fishy head. Did he have a British accent? No, it was just a stuffy accent, I think. Isn't that British? A little
0: bit. I don't like know that he was British. I think he was just like two a classically away from- trained actor.
1: Isn't that British? <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it does but lean British. hes I'll admit that. Belvedere
1: adjacent. Belvedere adjacent. He's Kitty corner. Yeah. Don't don't sit down, though. Yeah, sit down Take slowly. Your, sit down slowly. Take your <laughs> Belvedere warnings. Yeah, okay. Punky Brewster reboot? Sure,
0: whatever. Maybe that's why Arby's used to have saddles in their
1: restaurants in the <laughs> 80s. Do you remember that? <laughs> don't, don't sit on your roast beef. Yes, I do remember that now that you <laughs> mentioned it. Yes, they had saddles in friggin' Arby's. <laughs> Oh, Arby's. Bring back, bring back the big Montana Arby's. Don't be a coward.
0: I did see a sign for an Arby's. Uh, chicken salad is back, because that's what they're known for.
1: Yeah.
0: Chicken salad? I didn't even know they'd ever had... Why would they even do Everybody chicken salad? Everybody does
1: everything. I, I think IHOP, IHOP's doing the thing where they flip it around and the P becomes a B again. Oh, they're doing IHOP
0: again? Yeah. I still haven't tried a burger at IHOP, so it didn't work. It's just... It's just... Diner-ass burgers, man. Are you going to watch a Punky Brewster reboot?
1: Probably not. I don't have any real nostalgia toward the character. It's, it's it is it's not for me. Eh, she's an adult. She's got kids. Who knows? Maybe it'll
0: be on Netflix. It'll replace Full House.
1: Will we know. be seeing Soleil Moonfry? Yeah,
0: Soleil. 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 Soleil Moonfry. She's in it. Oh, is she? Yeah. Yep.
1: Is she... Th- she's then that, punky. Then that she's, sounds she's the like mother. it's not a reboot. That sounds no. like
0: it's a continuation. Okay, all right. It's a it's continu- They said reboot, but okay, it's a continuation. Do you remember she was in like the the last couple seasons of uh, Boy Meets World when they go to college? Oh, I, I never, I never. And watched she's that. our age. Yeah. So she yeah. was, she was like five to eight years older than the other kids that were
1: in the show. Yeah, I, I, I never watched that. So
0: she was. uh.
1: Oh. Yeah punky punky she's our age man that was the the touchstones i have for aged that is, with her the touchstones i have for that is punky that she wore weird clothes and that mm-hmm. they had that that really out of place episode where her friend almost asphyxiated in the fridge i don't remember that one. Oh yeah it, I do it was there it was their very like all those shows had their very special episode like different uh, strokes had the child molester episode and their special <laughs> episode <Jump>. was yep <laughs> and did he ever <laughs> but uh punky brewsters a very special episode was one of her friends uh out by like the tree house someone there was an abandoned fridge and her friend climbed in <laughs> it and got stuck in it and almost uh she saw uh, indiana jones do it. <laughs> yeah i was no, I, I remember, hey when indiana jones did it, it said you haven't seen punky yeah
0: i remember an episode where uh her and her friend were trying to give themselves boobs And they were doing these exercises and they kept going, Uh, I must, must, I must, I must 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 increase my my bust bust or something like that. Was
1: that Punky Brewster? (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was
0: Punky Brewster.
1: It could have been Facts of Life.
0: I thought it was Punky Brewster, but maybe I'm remembering wrong. I
1: I do remember that, that key phrase. I don't remember Mrs.
0: Garrett being there.
1: Yeah, well. Tootie. Maybe it was a Tootie episode. Tootie. Speaking of you brought up Indiana Jones, I did just see today, I think, that the... Indy 5 is going into production. Indy 500. is supposed to come out in 2020, I think. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be 78 or something like that. It's going to be really bad, right? I don't know. I want it to be good. The last one was in, was it in the 40s or the 50s?
0: The last one, I believe, was in the 50s.
1: Because it
0: was the beginnings of the Cold War, if I remember correctly.
1: That one felt too modern to me. Yeah. So an indie where it's like late 60s bordering 70s sounds really bad.
0: Well, I'm t- I think we've talked about this. Wouldn't it be fun to have Indiana Jones go to see Star Wars? <laughs> In the <Yeah>. movie theater. <laughs> there
1: you go. <laughs> he, well, I'm going to go see this new Star movie. It's it's about space. Will Will Mutt Lang be returning? I doubt it. I think he's I think he's done with his his Family of Monkeys. Or recast him. I don't. I don't know. It. They should. They should have just gone reboot. They should bring in they're, Punky Brewster. They're probably going to make more money having Harrison Ford in it, but it's going to be bad. I, they do need to reboot it.
0: I. I know there's a lot of people that are like, no, oh, you can't reboot Indiana. Reboot it. I want to see more Indiana Jones stories with a, a I, younger Indiana Jones. More
1: Indiana. More era appropriate <clears throat> Indiana Jones. Keep it in those. That right. same kind of fighting Nazis. Fighting Nazis. That's what I that want. going, you know, raiding them temples and things like that. I'll put up with one more old Indiana Jones. Fine. You have no choice. You're going to right. have to. And I will go
0: see it. And I will probably enjoy it because I enjoy most things. Did you, did you I enjoy Kingdom Rebooted. of the
1: Crystal Skull?
0: I enjoyed parts of it. And then there were parts that I didn't. All, all the parts that everybody else disliked, I also disliked. I didn't mind the the uh, refrigerator stuff. To be honest with you, that was that it seemed was... like a, a logical way to get out of that situation. Uh, it did, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, sure. Why not? How get you Climb in a fridge. I mean, in the first movie, he closed his eyes and his his face didn't melt. Those were ghosts. Did. Okay, but I'm saying it's no more far fetched than that. But uh, what's his butt swinging through the trees as the Monkey King? Yeah, that was, super, was stupid. That
1: was super, super dumb.
0: That was dumb. I guess it's just... That's where I was like, okay, this, this needs to stop. <laughs> That's where my line
1: was drawn. I don't know. I, I'm still on the... I guess I'm still on the side of... It. There's just a certain area it gets to that it doesn't feel like Indiana Jones should exist. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, I want to go back and see 1940s Indiana Jones. That's, I want a period piece.
1: Oh, hey, there's another Shaft movie coming out. I saw the trailer for
0: that. It looks speaking
1: funny. Of, speaking of characters that I feel like should st- only exist in a certain era, maybe.
0: It's three generations of Shafts.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's... Richard Roundtree's Richard in it. Richard Roundtree's in it?
0: Yeah, and then they bring in a, a younger was he, son, yeah, Shaft.
1: Yeah, Was Was Richard Roundtree in the...
0: He was the original Shaft. Yeah, he was the original Shaft. But he was in the... Uh,
1: he was in the first Samuel L. Jackson. Yes, one. he was. I, I remember liking that movie. Just you know, it's, it's fine.
0: But this is a comedy. That one, I think there was some comedy in it, but it was, for the most part, meant as a, a serious movie. But this is a straight up, like, this is funny. This is like a Rush Hour.
1: It seemed to come out of nowhere. Cop
0: movie, you know?
1: That, I guess I'll give that one credit. It feels like I, you, know, y- you hear about things coming really all the time, but... It looks funny. I mean, Shaft.
0: There's a point where the younger Shaft, I think somebody pulls a gun on him. He's like, is there anybody in Brooklyn that is not a violent person?
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> because all these people are pulling guns on him the whole trailer, and then finally he's like, "What is going on here?" Obviously, he was raised away from from his dad. So,
1: huh? I've I've only peripherally seen some commercials. It's just, again, like I said, it came out of nowhere, and like, wow, I, I wonder how that got made.
0: I mean, it's it's a little disturbing when a shaft comes out of nowhere, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sometimes you just go with it. Sometimes you just got to roll with it. A Shaft in I Brooklyn. I think we just named that this episode. Yeah, a shaft, shaft came out of nowhere. A shaft that Shaft came out of nowhere. <laughs> Alright, I think it's probably time to start wrapping things up and do a magic mic. What, what do you think? What are you thinking, Jake?
1: Hey, I'm all about it, man. We have, we have traveled the road. I'm writing down, that Shaft came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. That might be too long. It might be too long. That shaft might be too long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So we 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 heard from her earlier briefly, and I, I want to see if I can get some more uh, info on Dark Crystal from Harvey Fire Firestein. <laughs> Harvey Firestein. Okay. Uh, Harvey Fire. I keep getting so uh, Harvey Feinstein. No, it's Firestein. Yeah, Feinstein. don't go don't go Feinstein.
0: Mm. No, different guy. Harvey fires Alright, we can we can do this. Uh I'm gonna say the magic words. Strawberry shortcake. Hello.
2: Harvey. Is this Jake? Yeah, it's Ah, thank you for reaching out to me on Hello Harvey. Hill. Hello, Harvey, it's awful <laughs> night. It's awful nice to see you It's Harvey. so great to be here. I haven't yeah. been doing much since Mrs. Doubtfire.
1: You know what? I'm looking at your. I am looking at your IMDb and Harvey. You have been a busy man. Did you
2: know I once played
1: at uh, the
2: Easter Bunny in a uh, in Elmo Straight to Video oh, special?
1: I, yeah, there's no way I could have known. that. Elmo
2: got a magic wish from Santa Claus, and he wished that Christmas would happen every day.
1: And the repercussions. Oh, what terrible. It looks like you do a lot of voice work, Harvey, I try. Which, which you know, you you have a you have a spectacular voice. Thank you. Which I can't
2: you have one of those voices I have that a I a cold if it sounds a little off today.
1: Uh, you, Travis isn't here right now, but Travis has told me stories before about people like say Gilbert Gottfried who definitely really Put on put on a very specific like they're they're not like that when they're off the mic. Right. But your voice, like how does that voice happen to a person? A lot of
2: cigarettes.
1: I guess so. But looking at here, like you you did a Those voice other
2: things that cause my voice to sound like this, but this is a family show.
1: Uh, some shafts out of nowhere. Shafts perhaps. out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh <laughs> I see here that you were you were part of Big Mouth, which is very popular. Uh, that's a cartoon on Netflix. Yeah, it is. You're a fan. As well, you did voices ah. for BoJack Horseman.
2: Ah, another cartoon on Netflix.
1: That's a that's a that's a good cartoon. I like BoJack Horseman. I know how to get up your alley. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Animal Crackers, which I am not familiar with, uh, but I, they're Harvey, very delicious. Harvey. Yes, you did voices on Family Guy. Of course. Everyone has. You may you talk to talk to the Family Guy writers. Make sure that they're not stealing anymore. Okay.
2: I've been talking to them for years.
1: They don't care. So you know, of course you, of course you were, uh, you know, in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, one of yes. your more well-known roles. Yes, me and Robin Williams. We go way back. Oh, I miss him.
2: We all miss him, especially since we didn't get to Mrs. Doubtfire too. Uh, she Still Doubts Fires. That was the title.
1: You were very well placed in uh, Mulan.
2: Oh, yeah. I was one of the warriors.
1: Yeah. We sang that song. It was a good song. Yeah. Yeah, I was just seeing on here that they actually a got... Me-
2: fighting for...
1: You did voices in Kingdom Hearts, so you were part of that whole Disney collabo. Uh-huh. The game. Maybe they'll bring
2: me back for the Mulan live action.
1: Oh, you were in a movie. You were in a movie that I always hear about, but have never brought myself to see. Speaking of your, your buddy, uh, your buddy Robin. Yeah. You were in Death to Smoochie.
2: Oh yeah, I remember that. I was, I was a character in that movie. I <laughs> think you, you. I was only... a real character.
1: On the old Hercules TV series, yeah, some really crazy stuff here. I'm trying to keep my oh. voice. Boy, Travis isn't gonna care. for Also, by the way, don't do that in my house, please. Ah, <laughs> it's a stogie. <stokey>. It <laughs> <laughs> How does what? I, I. Oh wow, you were in Cole the Conqueror? Yeah, of course. You were. In, you were I in was week, a villager. You were in Weak Conan, man. Yeah. Well, Kevin we got Subo. Here. Oh, on the Larry Sanders uh, show. You that were yourself like on Larry Joker. Sanders. Sorry, <laughs> Harvey. Behave yourself, Harvey. I will. I,
2: I don't want to go
1: into Joker territory. I run a. I run a strict house. Ah. I run a strict house. All right. I will. I will only let you stay if you'll behave. I'll yourself put out Harvey. my cigarette. Put out your stogie. S- you consider stogies cigarettes? Yeah, I call them the same thing. He's like that old Joker. Uh, was that Uncle Buck the? I quit smoking cigarettes. I'm on to cigars now. (laughs) Uh, John Candy. Yep. RIP to a good one as well. I see your Elmo Saves Christmas credit here. Yep, that's it. Oh, that's right. You were in Independence Day. Uh,
2: Oh, yeah. Independence
1: Day. Harvey, I miss you.
2: Can we talk a little about my co-star, Dennis Quaid? Oh. uh, (laughs) He's he's gotten a little... Cuckoo lately. Yeah, a little. Have you seen his Twitter videos? He
1: is the he is the stogie of conspiracy theories. He's got a close up and there's a strobe light going off and he starts oh.
2: talking about Bette Midler. She's my queen.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about the one where he like has sex with his wife who's wearing, I think, like a Donald Trump mask. Why would I watch that? I I I you know, you make a strong point, Travis, but watch it, I did, and it is bananas. He goes on some really weird, incoherent rant, and I, I can't remember who it is, but like his wife, his wife is wearing the mask of some political figure, I'm pretty sure, and she just bends over, and he just start, and he keeps ranting while he's giving it to her, and it's like, this is the, this is the guy from Christmas Vacation. This is even making me uncomfortable. It's... You know, I got halfway through explaining. I'm like, why am I? Why do I want people to know that I saw so that? So much
2: detail. <laughs>
1: it re- look, man, it really made an impression. POTUS. It, it'll change your views. <laughs> I'm sorry, my probably my dog, not mine. My dogs are not happy with me for revealing that they're big Dennis Randy Quaid Randy fans. Quaid. I always said Dennis Quaid. Don't be smart, Dennis Quaid. Randy Quaid, no Dennis Quaid. He's he's a okay. <laughs> So, so Harvey, you got anything coming up that we should know about?
2: I'm gonna be in everything. Just look for me in the background. Really? Yes,
1: Firestein making the rounds. Well,
2: look for a big, hairy, chested man oh, in the I,
1: background. I've always got my eye with out. a gravelly voice well, Harvey, and sparkly eyes. It's been a pleasure having you here. I cast you back to the Stogie Zone. Goodbye, everybody. All right, I'm back. Well, welcome back, Trav. I'm back. Oh, you smell smells that? Smells like cigarette smoke. How's your how's your how's your mouth feel going?
0: <clears throat> it's a little uh, stale. A little stale. A little stale. Uh,
1: yeah. Harvey lit up. I he had cigarettes. Where did he up.
0: even have get cigarettes from? The Stogie Zone. The sto- get Are, there, the more
1: zone. Are there more zone. powers? Are there more
0: powers magic, Mike, that we know about? Uh, There's untapped things.
1: Well, much as the much as the Marvel Cinematic Universe is beginning to. Move into the multiverse. Mm-hmm. We're moving into the multi-zone in this. The multi-party. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, We so. should bring on
0: somebody that's going to bring like a cheesesteak or something with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm that would be that would be next nice.
1: episode. I'm going to have to think about like what the what the uh, <laughs> what the zone prize bag is going to be for me. It sounds good to Send me. out some emails. So speaking of emails, it we'll would be
0: like uh, Keanu Reeves and John Wick. Maybe he'll bring Halle Berry. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs>
1: Speaking of emails, you can reach us at later to the tater at gmail.com, Just so as you know, yes, you can. You can reach us on a pretty in in several. Hey, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <of the platform.
0: laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs> what, what? Where can people reach you, Trav? Uh,
0: you can follow me on all of the the platforms at travis funny. That's a funny with an F. Not a pH. See, that's that's how funny I am. I just I just made that up off the top <laughs> of my head, folks.
1: Hey, it's the kind of keep the car can- on the road. All right. <laughs> you can find me at Jake underscore Doll. Uh, I run hot and cold, much like uh, Hot cold Men from hot the cold Metal Gear Man. games. If you're listening to this, the week it comes out,
0: I will be. In Carson City, Nevada, at the Golden Nugget Casino. No kidding. Headlining. I think it's like 8 p.m. Friday the, and Saturday, June 14th and 15th. You gonna play the penny slots? Uh, I might. I might. You never know.
1: Do you gamble when you go to the casino?
0: Uh, I've never gambled in my life. No kidding. Yeah, I've never. You've walked to it through. Or you just casino. have never
1: really gone for it.
0: Never really gone for it. Like. Uh, I've toyed with the idea when I was, I was out of town recently of getting like some, uh, uh, the, the jackpot thingy, you know, the mega millions cards or something, but honestly, I don't know how to do it. And then I also thought if I do win, I'm never going to check it. And then I'll be, it'll like still unclaimed and I'll have thrown the ticket. If you really
1: want that, just, uh, hit me up and I'll get I'll get with Craig. He's still doing all the lottery Oh, is
0: he so. still doing that? Oh, yes. I remember he hit me up one time. He's like, hey, I'm going to go get some lottery tickets. Do you want me to buy some? I'm like, well, if we do win, I'm never going to see you again. So... <laughs> I'm never going to get my share. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not opposed to gambling. But at the same time, I, I don't feel like just throwing my money away necessarily. I,
1: end, I enjoy a good blackjack. But, it, uh, like, I enjoy blackjack. The
0: gum or the game?
1: Uh, why, why can't it be both?
0: Do, do you ever have the blackjack gum? I don't know. It's think like I li- have. licorice flavored. Wasn't that the. Very strong.
1: Was that the kind that Pee Wee Herman had for his fake stuff? I think so.
0: But they also they also had one that. What was the other one called? Clove gum. Yeah? Yeah, that one was different. Well, I preferred blackjack to clove. Look,
1: if we're not doing big leaf chew, what <laughs> are we even doing here?
0: All right, you got some big no, league chew.
1: But, um,. But yeah, you never know. I might throw some quarters down. I, I like a good blackjack, but I like, a, I like a fun table. Yeah. All right. So,
0: hey. You like to make a yeah. night of it.
1: I do. I, yeah, I do.
0: I think after the show, I'm going to head straight to, uh, I'm going to go see my buddy Jimmy Earl, who's at a comedy club in, uh, not Carson City, but Reno. He's in Reno. Yeah. So I might go see him and say hi, because it's like 30 miles away. Okay, then I might go cool. see Tahoe during the day on Saturday. Go for it. I haven't Thank been you're... to Tahoe since I was a kid. So see if stories, they kept it blue travel. like the bumper sticker asked us to. Cool beans, cool beans. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, June uh, 28th, I will be at Wise Guys Jordan Landing. Yeah. I'll be headlining that. And that'll be a lot of fun.
1: Excited for that?
0: Bring your Bring your friends. Kids can't come; it's twenty-one and older. But yeah, I'm super excited. Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah, that one's one of the twenty-one and older. I'll be
0: doing some some jokes I couldn't do on the oh, PG man. show. This is PG eighteen. You gonna
1: be showing them toll houses?
0: Uh, no, I don't. I don't. Maybe if I ever do a Netflix you special, gonna
1: go Burt Kreischer style.
0: No, I don't wanna. I don't wanna take
1: his his uh his thing away. Next time you see him, ask if you could borrow it for a night. Borrow it. <laughs> he had. I was gonna say he has to have been asked for that, but I I don't know. <clears throat>
0: Comics are weird, right? To if people would
1: take their shirt so, off. Could I do the take my shirt oh, off? Thing, there are please? people that do it. Yeah.
0: I don't will, really want to. I like the imagination of it.
1: Yeah. It, Just take my word picture. for
0: it. I describe what it looks like. If that's not good <laughs> enough for you, you need a better
1: imagination, Mister
0: hmm. or Miss, whoever's listening.
1: Well, people out there, uh, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say this, and I'm sure he'll honor it. If you go see Travis at Jordan Landing and you meet him afterwards, he'll show him to you.
0: How about this? If it sells out. If it sells out. If it sells out. My last joke, I will take my shirt off. Okay. You heard it here first, people. If it sells out. Buy tickets now. Buy your tickets now. It seats over 300 people. Some, so some
1: millionaire with a good sense of humor, buy the room.
0: It's a, it's a Thursday night is this, uh, I don't know what they do. They're like bombs or something. They're cat and gnat. They have a book. My wife loves them. Uh she's uh-huh. read the book. She she's a fan of theirs. They do uh YouTube videos, I guess. I don't know. It's not it's not meant for me. Uh and then the next night, T J Miller. So I'm sandwiched in between these like shows that will I'm sure sell out both yeah. of them. And I would like to sell Is a buttload of Jordan pictures. Handing? Yeah, he's doing it Saturday night. Okay. I think he's doing two shows. Okay, but he's just doing one night, so I'm I'm the Friday. So, I, I want to sell a, a bunch of tickets too because that's you more be his opportunities. Ride again? Uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I really don't know. Well, we'll see. I, I don't know what TJ
1: has planned. You uh you open for the Sklar's recently? Oh
0: yeah, I did the last weekend. Um, I wasn't even supposed to be on the show as my buddy Alex Faludo got sick and he couldn't do Saturday night. And oh, that's like so, a story. So I mean comedy giveth comedy taketh away I, I jumped in and i got to open for them again i i love opening for the Sklar's. they're great guys they're they always watch our sets and you know they had like notes for me and told me what they really liked about jokes and it's it's great to have like comedy positive people because it's easy to get toxic and i get yeah. toxic I've gotten toxic on this I, podcast probably today talking about comedy. I don't comedy. think that
1: there is a stand up alive who doesn't get a little toxic. But they they really but they're, they're positive guys. They 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 seem, catch themselves getting toxic and try to like shake it out and you know the impression I get is that they're very they're very happy to give good comics a, a yes, leg up.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, they're good dudes and they're super funny.
1: What's so his name? if you've uh, never
0: seen them, you like, got to see them next time Dan, they come.
1: Dan Van Kirk tours now, and that's. Yeah, I and know he's just he's doing all sorts him. of
0: stuff on his own. So that's pretty crazy. They're good guys. I He's a talented like guy a that happened to get an opportunity from two talented guys mm-hmm. and he's running with it. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what everybody's looking for is yeah. just be ready when it happens. Yep. So Well there you Love go. the scholars. Randy and Jason.
1: Put them in a body
0: bag. They do a bit about the Karate Kid. It's great. Oh, yeah. it's a great bit.
1: <laughs> I, sh- I now I do kind of wish that I got. I've seen him a couple of uh, two or three times, and I shouldn't have let that slide. I should have gone and saw him. Well, I'll next time there, next time I will let you know for again. sure. Yeah, yeah, come they come through, again. through like every year, year and a half. Yeah, they they're one of they're one of several comedians kind of from that community. He always talks about how good, wise guys mm-hmm. is as a club to hit for sure. So. Yeah. Uh, Blue Wave Theory does our music, Travis. They sure as heck do.
0: Did I say what date I was doing, Jordan Lanning? June 28th. Oh, hey, say it again. June 28th, 8 p.m. 21 and older. Tickets are $15. Be there. Be there. And you, if be we there. sell out, I will take my shirt off. Or be a mare. I give you my word right here. I will take my shirt off if it's sold out. You don't go see
1: Travis? You're a female horse in my
0: I'm boat. considering sold out at least 300 tickets. It'll seat more than 300, but if we hit 300... It's it's my greatest oh, fear, but I will do it. Oh boy, my greatest fear used to be singing on stage, but I've done that a few times. Now oh. it's now it's taking my I've shirt done, off.
1: I've done karaoke. This is I guess I haven't karaoke. done karaoke. This is this but... is
0: no music behind me.
1: Karaoke, okay. you sang with no music behind you. Yeah. What did you sing?
0: Uh, it's in jokes. I don't want to give it away.
1: Oh, okay. One time, it's a joke. Wait
0: I don't do anymore. One time, I I is sang. Is it the Red Hot part... Chili Peppers? No, I sang part of Your World by the Little Mermaid in a joke. I don't think the Little Mermaid made that song part of your world it wasn't by the little mermaid ariel sings it oh wow i guess she did make it up didn't she yeah. she's got gadgets and gizmos aplenty she's Oof. got who's it's and what's it's galore you need Thingabobobs? she's got like 20
1: you got me trav but who cares Dead bang dead bang no big deal so uh i want more okay for all for all the bangers and the chefs out there <laughs> you've been enjoying i hope late to the party with travis tate I'm Jake. And I'm Travis Tate. And guess what, everybody?
0: Better Tate than never.